Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast and uh, we're all sat around this table this evening with some renewed optimism after last night's, um, what shall we call that, game at Charlie Simon? Morley. Morley, that's the last night's Morley of the Magpies up at Victory Park. Mm. Anyway, as you, I've, you know, I've just mentioned sound, so Sai's here, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks, by yourself? Yeah, very well, very well, yeah. Raining though, isn't it? it is. Again. But the sun's peeping through. Yeah, summer in Wigan. Yeah. Uh, Gareth. Hello. You well? You well? I'm very well, thank you, yeah. Yeah, good, good stuff. Paul? I'm alright as well, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Adam? Hello. Yeah. And that's us. Uh, Rob's practicing with his band. They've got a big gig at the old courts in Wigan uh, in October, or on October the 20th. If anybody fancies getting around there to see Rob and his three piece band, uh, it should be a good night. So that's that's the plug, Rob. That's the plug. Anyway, let's crack on with it. So, Simon, you went to uh, the Charlie game. So, can you give us some some info about what what occurred? Um, well, I turned up at about five to seven. I do not want that kind of detail now. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want. Um, yeah, it was it was a complete and utter mismatch. Um, when when we got on, you looking at these players, and I, I'll be honest, when I saw lads in Charlie strips I thought they were like t- training kind of thing when we went first team but uh, yeah they looked about 12 having said that I mean, our first goal Luke Burgess who looks about 12 himself doesn't yeah. he uh, I've heard he's impressed a little bit in pre-season he was quality last night yeah I mean we the good the good thing to come out last night was there was minutes on the pitch for a lot of players who haven't had game time um, and it was a lot of Wigan possession, Wigan passing, so we were allowed to do everything that we wanted to do. To do. You know, the defence and Evans and Nets um, and Levercombe had, had run out, didn't have anything to do, you know. Um, but for the rest of the team, it was good to, just to see players getting forward, like Reese James, you know, he had a couple of forays forward and some good link up play. It was just good game time. So, like a, like a sparring boat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean it, it was billed, wasn't it, um on the club website as a training match before yeah. before kick off. Um but nevertheless, you know, a win's a win. There's players there who were knocking on the door, one after a contract. Um and I like what Ed Jones said last night in the post match report, Charlie Keeper, considering he picked the ball out of his net fourteen times. Made some cracking saves as well. He 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 was unlucky for some of them. I mean, these are professional and international players slotting the ball on. Um, but he made some cracking saves. Some off his own players, you know, mm. one-handed point-blank saves. Um, but I think you know for the Charlie lads, it was a just kind of a, a test from this player against professional players at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. For us, you know, Kelly was playing. Daniels played, um, Greg found the net, what, five times in 45 minutes and looked sharp and was putting a, a real shift in, wasn't afraid to. I noticed he had to kept the skipper's armband on as well. He did, yeah, uh, took it off Malves at half time. Um, Sam Stubbs looked immense once again, he's got to be knocking on the door somewhere, whether it's our door or <coughs> maybe loaned out to a League Two or a. National League team, you know, I think it'd be good experience for him because he looks quality, not afraid to put a foot in, and was really 
commanding in the air. I mean, you, you play against younger lads and smaller lads, but he was they're still going up for balls. They're still playing against Carlton Cole. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, really positive. The, the score lines obviously made a bit of a comedy on social media, hasn't it? Um, yeah. And led to Charlie releasing a club statement, which was quite funny. Yeah. Uh- a worthwhile exercise. I mean, it was a 14-0 road, but you still think it was worthwhile exercise getting game time for the likes of Grigg and Culclough? And of course it is. Of course it is. Oh, but minutes on the pitch are playing together, isn't it? Just, just the name you mentioned there, Barry Culclough. Now, he didn't have the best of games for me. No. Scored, a, scored a couple of goals. Yeah, there was a few um, misplaced passes. Shots when he should have passed and stuff like that. Um, I mean, I like Colcliffe, don't get me wrong, but... But he's not played much this no, pre-season, has no. he? No, so I, I, wonder, I wonder what was um, what was going on there. But listening to the management, they were wanting high possession, um, high pressure, you know, so not giving Charlie any time with the ball. It's probably something we're going to look at for next season is just getting into those teams, getting the faces, um, players are backing each other up. Um, and maybe a potential uh, advisor to the club may suggest that Callum Lamb could have made a difference or will make a difference if he comes on on Saturday. So Peter Reid had a word in Paul Coots for you? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Ah. Mm. So Gareth, uh, back to you before Simon jumped in. <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, it was just that call thing. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah. Right. Well, Simon saw the game so he knows more about it than any of us, you know. It's bodies on the pitch, time on the pitch, it's playing together, it's building partnerships, it's, it's all about that and it's all about moving forward. Can I mention one other thing about last night, not to do with Wigan, well, to do with Wigan, but not directly. My mate is a big Liverpool fan and he was listening to the Liverpool match last night, they played another pre-season friendly last night and they beat Bayern Munich 3-0. And he took great delight in telling me that Liverpool are unbeaten in pre-season this year, having won five and drawn one. Oh, that's quite interesting. And the one they drew was... Against the mighty Latics. Yes, the Paragraph yeah. scored 15 goals and conceded just two, yeah. one of which we scored. Yeah. <laughs> Is that any boring, Paul, do you think, that, that stat? No, like I say, it's all about getting a bit of fitness in the legs, getting some understanding of each other and for the management team to have a look at a few different people and work out who's doing what were you know I, I think we were probably the first pre-season game Liverpool played so I would suggest they've got better as they've gone along I think we had a bit of a couple ups and downs haven't we but I mean it's all it's all just the um, the sparring isn't it it's uh, none, none of it counts for anything you know End of that first Saturday, you've either got three points, one point, and no points. That's it, yeah, that's where it. The season becomes totally irrelevant at that point. That's where it matters, and that's where the meltdown on social media comes from. <laughs> <laughs> turn up the M1 with nothing. I don't know, again, last night, I mean, I, I like turning to you for the uh, for the Twitter feedback. Uh, there was quite a bit of reaction to the, to the game last night, weren't there, on Twitter? Well, yeah, all the bookies jumped onto it. Uh, obviously, Will Grigg getting five goals, they're all starting the Will Griggs on fire thing. and Obviously, uh, local clubs such as Bolton fans, Blackburn fans didn't quite like the fact that we disrespected Charlie 
What by scoring uh, 14 goals? Being dishonest, apparently. Dishonest? Uh, dishonest, even though the game was uh, arranged so our first team players could get some minutes ahead of the new season. So how dishonest that is, I'm not too sure. But yeah, obviously, uh, we created... We, I saw Wigan trending at one point, so the game's really done us some good, I think. Yeah, it is. Until uh, the season's back, because Wigan's in the... Uh, in the news. In the news. It's on small, yeah. Yes, again. Well, well, showing some respect, can I just put in, going back to what Simon said before, and, and Charlie will have realised this, Simon was saying how good the Charlie keeper was, even though he picked the ball out of the net 14 times, he said, before he said, yeah, cracking saves. So they've learned something about the keeper, if nothing else. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Sauce Crowley on Simon? A couple of hundred. Yeah, um, considering what we found out at five o'clock, it was a free free entry yeah. with the donation on the door. Yeah, um, so there was a there was a few faces in the crowd. Um, was it, was the uh, tea and coffee stalls open? Or? They had the club open, yeah. uh, so, so they made a bit yeah. of money out of it. Yeah, it? Um, so it was good. To, you know, it was good to see people there. Like Jonathan Jackson was there. He used um, to play for Charlie, of yeah, course. And he it? goes, you know, if he's not gone watching Latics international breaks, I've seen him mm. on there. Gregory Ock was there. Right. Um, Peter Reid, obviously Paul Cook sat in the stands and got a, a bit of a view. So he was running the team in the dugout then. <clears throat> it looked like the new academy staff that were brought in, uh, very vocal, um, but got a lot of respect from like Terrell Thomas and stuff like that. You know, really listening. I said Terrell. Um, Josh Laurent had a decent game mm-hmm. in in midfield, um, and then it was watched by other professionals. Jordan Flores was there. In the stands watching the lads, which was you know nice to nice to see. I've seen face training, mm-hmm. nothing better to do so. And um, some play from Newcastle, I think we might touch on oh, later. Uh, I haven't told you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just for those who don't know the scorers, uh, Burgess scored two. Uh, Norlund, who's our trialist. A trialist. Yeah, he's no doubt going to sign as soon as uh, we sell somebody. Uh, he scored a hat trick. What was his goals like? Were they well uh, taken? <clears throat> they were well taken. You could tell he's played at the highest level because um, he was commanding, um, and he, you know, he can finish. I know his stats don't really say mm. that, but he knows where the net is. Uh, Kulkov got a couple, and it's nice to see Andy Kelly get on the score sheet. Score sheet, sorry. Yeah. Uh, how did he look? He's, we know he's suffered a lot well, with injuries. Right, played left mid. Yeah. Um, so played up there, and he looks all right. Yeah, no, no, nothing with his knee. No, like. no, I think. Did he play the full ninety or? No, I want oh. to say uh, there was no official announcements on substitutions. All oh, right, just um, on and off. Yeah, yeah, because people missed the Dan Lavacoon or whatever. Yeah, I, switched, I did, didn't they? did mention it to everyone was it stand. Yeah, um. and uh, obviously Greg got five in rapid time, and. Uh, Barrigan, come on and he looked good. Barrigan, yeah, yeah, when he came on, yeah. Uh, Josh Gregg looked decent when he came on as well. So yeah. that that academy, those players are coming through the academy. We've got some good talent. There's a few that you'd loan out to maybe League One, uh, sorry, League Two, National League teams, to give us some experience. Um, but while we're talking about the academy, it's nice to see Sam Cosgrove's been picked up. Carlisle, yeah, yeah, of course. Six months, which yeah. you know is is good to see, and kind of coming back from the abyss after being released. Yeah. Right, so uh, we can tick that off uh, our last pre-season friendly uh, finish with a flourish and we move on uh, to a big game 
at the weekend, but we'll cover that later uh, in a little while. Adam, uh, I've noticed today there's been a bit of an article online about um, the kits in, in the division, and our kit was rated at, was it number 18? Yes. Uh, out of 20, 24. Out of 24, yeah. What did you make of it? It's a pretty poor article. It's strange, yeah. 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 I like how they put their own kit above ours, obviously. Cause it was yeah. a Plymouth, wasn't it? Plymouth, the Plymouth yeah, Herald. Very simple, one-stripe kit. Nothing special. No. They said ours was a bit too tight. I mean, we know this, but our players are super fit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was. It looked like a bit of a parody, really. I thought they were joking, to be honest. But yeah. no, they were being serious. So yeah. I think we're the best dressed in the league. Just, yeah. And uh, the the winning kit was Bradford, Bradford City's, which you know it was just. Yeah. Bradford City's kit, wasn't it? It was just yeah. like orange and like a dark brown st- or a, a la- what? What would you call that colour? What they, it's like a reddy brown, isn't maroon. it? Maroon. Reddy brown maroon. That's the one, isn't it? Yeah. That's the one. With a massive, great big sponsor yeah. band across the middle. Yeah. I, I, I don't really have any words for that. That's good, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. yeah. So I'd rate kits on the on the smallness of the sponsors yeah. logo. My my favourite kit I've seen today for the new season, which has just come out, and I've seen it. And I, I do like it. I must say, and, it, and if. I don't buy kits anymore since I've, I've grown up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only talking about the last, last couple of years. But I'd, if, if we went with this, and we do tend to follow this club, uh, I'd, I would uh, buy one. And it's Sheffield Wednesday. It's a home kit. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, it's like an old-fashioned Arsenal kit, but obviously instead of being red, it's, it's blue with white sleeves and it's got a bit of a, a like a, a granddad type colour yeah, I, I work with a lad who well I work in the same building as a lad who's a Sheffield Wednesday fan and he said that you know like we always complain that our kit looks like a Wednesday kit yeah he said they're complaining that their kit looks like an Ipswich Town kit right uh, I, I thought I've not seen it but that, that's what he said very nice uh, it's for the for 150th years club hmm Oh yeah, very nice. So, so you see, have you got it up? Yeah. yeah. Got it up. What about the kit? Yeah, that's um, very traditional. It is. It's nice, well, isn't it? Very nice. Yeah. Not sure about the away kit though. No, the away kit's a shocker. <laughs> the away kit is an absolute shocker. They did a great job, and then they just fell asleep. In the yeah. Sheffield yeah. Wednesday. Anybody want to check it out? I want the proper colours. We'll see why they. You can't beat a proper colour. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can see that, but I still think it's uh, it's it's quite good. But I think. You've gone, you know, they've gone more, without bringing up swear words, they've gone more towards like the rugby kit, something with different colours all over the bloody place. Yeah. As opposed to old fashioned football kits that yeah. were just solid blocks of colour. But, but early 90s was a bit like that as well, wasn't oh, it? With the speckly, yeah, speckly yeah. Sponsors everywhere now as well. Back of shirt sponsors, yeah. short sponsors. Yeah, we're in that. Cars, mm. Yeah, it's, it, you, can't say, you can't tell what's what because there's that much nonsense on it. Mm. Just want a good solid black of colour. That, that'll do us. Right, ins and outs. Uh, we've had since our last podcast, we've had three, three ins, definite ins, and possibly a fourth one with Noel Hunt, who we, we mentioned. And there's talk about one of our outs, uh, perhaps in t- uh, agreeing terms with the club. It's only a rumour that, but Max Power. Uh, has been rumoured to have agreed terms with Sheffield Wednesday, so I don't know if. Got a nice shirt then. 
We've got a fantastic show, yeah. I, I wonder if that's sort of swayed back to uh, to what for, for Hillsborough, maybe, yeah, maybe. But the the inns, the three inns, um, Callum Helder, uh, son of Katie Helder, of course, from Leicester. Yeah, Australian international, uh, left back, brought in at left back. Yeah, now that you could see James was really showing his fitness yesterday. Mm. He was up for everything: tackles, headers, getting up and down. Yeah, uh, Paul Cooks has mentioned that he didn't want to rush him back, didn't he? Yeah. But I mean, we brought this lad in on a twelve-month loan. But I think you do need a bit of cover, though, don't you? Played so, ninety. Right. This is this is the thing. You you basically you need twenty-four players who are all up for playing, covering all positions, and you only ever give eleven of them a game. Mm. It's, it's why managing is so fascinating because you can't. You know, it's not like you can build a great team. Because not only do you need a good team, a first eleven, you need another like eleven or twelve to back them up. You do, yeah, yeah, I agree there. And we brought in uh, the lad from Wolves, who always gets a good sweat going. Lee Evans, never still, always running about, very animated. Um, bit of a comic, isn't he? Bit of a comic, yeah. He was his elacs were in tight clothes, as we know. Uh, so that, perhaps that's why he's come to us with a cap of kit. Uh, highly rated by. Wolves fans as being able to do a good job in League One. So, uh, and I met a, a Michael Jacobs as well, I believe. And Simon, uh, the other signing? Uh, Ivan Tony, he's just been uh, formally announced by the club, mm-hmm. um, has come in. And interesting comments from David Sharp saying, Delighted that you've chosen us. Um, it's a good, it's a good thought. We're, uh, I was going to say that sounds through. like he had options, wasn't it? Yeah, so he spent time there last season, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he was in the stands, like I say, last night. Yeah, watching ticks. Yeah, uh, for people who don't know, he has played against us, Gareth. I don't know if you know. Played it for Barnsley in the last game of the. Well, he played both games against us, uh, Oakwell and he the last game of the season. Good, he? he did, yeah, yeah. Uh, lightning quick I thought that day well I thought all the bands were sad like me. or maybe we were all still drunk I don't know well, Lee Nichols was our lady wasn't he yeah it cost, uh, cost him his job whatever it's called um, yeah he did he scored in that it was the John Stones paint trophy oh yeah John Stones yeah, yeah. Well, so uh, how do you think we're likely to see any more ins uh, coming our way I think it depends if we maybe offload a striker um, and midfielder Marcus Madison's apparently rumoured yeah a million pounds I can't see he's playing a million pounds for anybody mm. and Paul Kendricks tweeted that tonight the days of paying a million pounds are well and truly over for the time being obviously because uh, you know who would have ever thought would have paid more than 100 grand for a player you know in times gone by yeah and sometimes you, you get toshed don't you when you end up with Mario Bacella yeah well, that's the, that's the whole purchasing players, isn't it? There's a, even if you spend 50p on a player, there's a risk there. Yeah. Forever in that programme, though, Mauro Baselli is the highest transfer fee yeah. paid. Gareth, if, if the line were drawn now and we lost, we lost Bogle, uh, Power and Jack Byrne, and that, that squad is, is what we'd be left with, would you be happy with that for the, for the season? Considering we've still got Dan Byrne and, and Michael Jacobs, Will Greg, Nick Powell. Very much so. Looking at the list of the squad, I think, to be honest, we need to offload, don't we? We've, we've, the squad is 
too many. Mm. I know there's a lot of young people in, and like Sam was saying, there's probably a few of them going to go out on loan. But at this level, yes, no doubt about it. Especially if Will Grigg keeps fit, should be in for a, a very good season. I don't see why Grigg shouldn't be fit because he's, he's not an injury-prone player, is he? He's just had a bad season last season where he's picked well, up a, a, he a came, ligament damage. He came back from the Euros, didn't he? And he was struggling to play catch up. Now he's had a proper summer, and and he's had his. I think he's had an operation as well on his ligament, so he's. Hopefully he's sorted and, and, and he'll be he'll be cooking with gas. He will score goals. Yeah, he's on fire. He'll be on fire. Uh, right. At that point in, in the uh, in the cast in the podcast, where Simon brings us his ninety second update on Ooh. League One. <laughs> so <laughs> well, it's been um, just before you start, Simon. Adam's going to get his stopwatch out and we're going to be timing you I've one more it. once again. I've timed it today and it isn't 90 seconds, it's more oh. But we've got, no, we've got no league games, have we? So this is going to count as part of my... So without the league games, it's still transfers, comings and goings and, and what's going on. So Blackburn, uh, I mentioned last week, they lost Jason Steele to Sunderland and have replaced him with Jason Ludweiler from Shrewsbury. Um, so that now leaves them in a predicament, and I'm, I'm not getting any money for this, but Shea Given is still available to, to clubs. Um, I'm sure he could do a job there. Canu mm -hmm. um, is back in football, albeit not the former Gunner and Pompey man. Uh, Idris Canu has joined the posh from Aldershot to bolster the midfield. Um, and, you know, they've always been a bit of a tricky team to play Portsmouth. Uh, Peter, but sorry. You're a striker. Uh, well, attacking mid. Yeah, uh, McCanton has been uh, tweeting about him this week. McCanton is saying, putting a lot of pressure on him, saying he's going to be an yeah, absolute so star. Peterborough have snapped him up. Uh, yeah. Some good news coming from the world of football, and that's Joe Thompson at Rochdale. He's now in complete remission. Brilliant. Um, yeah, after suffering good. for the second time with cancer, so that's really, yeah. really good news. I mentioned it before um, off air, uh, the ABBA. Penalty system is going to be coming into force in the Football League competitions, um, which I think we're going to go into a bit more detail. And finally, South End defender Ben Cocker is out for six months after breaking his leg in pre-season. That was excellent, Simon. That was how, how long was that? Adam? That was one thirty-two, one minute thirty-two, ninety-two seconds. seconds. Yeah. So, yeah. there was injury time. Yeah, there was a bit of injury. I interrupted. Yeah, stop his yeah. player. Yeah. Fair enough. Brilliant. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get rid seven. of the transfer news for next week, and we'll be down to uh, results. Right. Okay. Right then. Uh, talking of uh, next week and results, let's move on to the preview of Saturday's game. Uh, we're heading down the M1 to. Milton Keynes, where we're going to play the Dons, or as some people call them franchise. Um, I don't know. Are they a club in their own right now? Have they been going long enough? Or yeah, are they still scorned upon, do you think? By the wider footballing public. I know Wimbledon fans will. Yeah. That opinion. I mean, how long ago did they move? You're talking tens of years, aren't you now? I want to say 2020. Less than 20 years ago. No, it's, it's a lot less than that. Was it about 8 years, 9 years ago? No, no I think it was 2002. Is it? Yeah, it oh, yeah. It's 2017, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. My goodness. Doesn't time fly? Time flies like an arrow. 
fruit flies like a banana but there you go yeah try and get some researching yeah look, I, the thing is how many people that are at the club now were involved in that decision to move them uh, the German well, yeah was it still the same fella yeah yeah, I think it was about 2004. 2004. Right. They were founded. So 13 years. Yeah. 13 years. Mm. That's long enough. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, mean I, I know there, there is like a um, a bragging rights thing, isn't there, with having been there for years and whatnot. But 13 years is enough. No, <laughs> somebody's, if somebody's been going watching them for 13 years in the new stand. You can't knock them, can you? No. There'll, be, there'll be fans there, won't there? Kids who have gone when it first moved to Milton Keynes. How long has Milton Keynes existed? existed? 20 Two, years. 2003, I think, that opened. The, the town? Yeah. yeah. Um, we've only, I mean, it's unsurprising that like, we've only come across them once. And we actually played, played game, two games against them. With, that was the FA Cup. Uh, the year we made the semi-final when we was done by Arsenal on penalties we didn't lose we got done uh, we, yeah we had a good year that year didn't we we went to City and uh, after that and, and Gomez, yeah uh, so we drew that game at the DW Stadium won a piece and then we went down to uh, the uh, MK Don's Stadium, stadium. Oh. But thank you Simon and we beat them 3-1 after extra time with Nick Powell scoring a couple of goals yeah. Uh, manager Robbie Nielsen he's made eight new signings uh, four of which have, he's been brought in on loan and he's quite confident they're going to make a challenge to the top of the table uh, the referee I like doing me ref watch is Kev Johnson from Western Supermore uh, he's only ref he have a Western Super the oh yeah we've had this before he's only refed us twice uh, both of which were away games and both times we were in League One uh, Colchester away when we drew three apiece Alex Gilby Screamer remember that one yeah and then Doncaster away <laughs> we lost 3-1 and David Perkins got sent off yeah so a bit, a bit of fun there uh, he was actually carried off unconscious uh, when Plymouth who we've talked about before met Colchester who we've just mentioned in a league game uh, down at last season and he suffered a serious neck injury and he was carted off and, and sent to hospital uh, but he was alright after slight tangent just while on the subject of officials mm -hmm. um, fourth officials notably Grimsby versus Wigan police officers yeah mm. what yeah did not see that no. Fourth official for the Grimsby Wigan game was uh, a police officer. Our reputation has gone before us. Yeah, we were on Twitter on Saturday, weren't we? Being a, a bit of a joke meme, and then we ended up with being the greatest club in the world. Anyway, back right. to Barry. Okay, uh, well, actually, over to Gareth. Oh, I mean, end of season form, Gareth. Uh, have you got any for us? I'm afraid I haven't. Oh, well, I, I have. <laughs> Back the final seven games of last season, Gareth. Oh, yeah. Um, they won four of them, drew one and lost two. Is there anything to read into? They finished on a bit of a, you know, <laughs> bit of a bit of a yeah. high. And he's added to the squad. So. Well, exactly. It's a, you know, it's a good ending to the season. And he's added to the squad. It's all momentum moving forward. The bookies certainly think that uh, they're in with a good chance. They're well up there in the betting. 
First game at home against Wigan. Yeah, we shall see on Saturday. And they've not lost an opening game for over eight seasons. So, um, we've never won an opening game, have we? Ever in our history since 1932. We, we've been, but we have, but we, we've don't, we never seem to do, do we? We've been rubbish recently, haven't we? Yeah. Well, the last one I can remember is Thumping Barnsley. Because we've had a new squad every opening day, mm. I can remember, isn't it? Oh, that's uh, have you got any odds for us, Simon? <coughs> yes. Um, so MK are thirteen to eight. The draw twelve to five, and the Latics are nineteen to ten. First goal scorers: Kieran Agard and Will Grigg, eleven to two. Uh, ben Reeves at uh, six to one, and Callum Lang at fifteen to two. Uh, what price on my ball? <coughs> oh well. One nil. MK seven to one. Two one nineteen to two. 2 0 12 to 1 the draws, 1 all 23 to 4, 0 0 8 to 1, 2 2 16 to 1, and the Latics to win, 1 0 17 to 2, 2 1 10 to 1, and 2 0 14 to 1. I fancy that, way. Eh? Fancy that. Lee Nichols in goals, Adam? Hopefully. But no, he won't be. Do you not think? No. He's the number one keeper. Is he? Yeah, well, he's got number he's one got, shirt. He's got number one, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know if he will so be. So if you're listening to those odds, Wigan are a very good price. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to check 6 0 and get back to you. Off <laughs> 14, 15. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think we're ready, Paul. Another what? I think we're ready. What, for season? Yeah. I haven't got a clue. Alright, good. I've not watched any pre season games. It's friendly from what you've heard and comments and things. Well, no, you don't think we're ready. No, I don't because we've got a squad that's fallen out. I mean, sent training with kids, things are not right. We've got players that might be shipped out because the squad's a bit big. <laughs> but we won 14 0 last night. We the the in the world. We just, that happens every year, doesn't I know it? Does. We, players go, players come, and players stay. That it's just. Get on yeah. with it. We'll find out where we are in September. We're, exactly. You know, and, and then we can get on with it. Yeah. Well, that's uh, But going back to Adam, what Adam said there before, Lee Nichols and Cole, two, two to one, that's a good price there. I'm happy to do it. It is 14 to one, isn't it? It is. 14s. Yeah. Definitely. Get uh, your money on it and your house. Dan Burnham, Craig Morgan at the back, solid enough though, isn't it? Should be. With a good behind them. Reese Chase left back. Yeah, and uh, so, uh, an Irish striker up top. Yeah, right back. Who are we going to play right back? Daniels. No, he, he needs a couple of weeks. Luke Burke, crazy. It doesn't seem like he's in fame because he's not been playing pre-season. Apart from last night, he's not really played for the first team. Well, he played last night. Did he start last night? Yeah, yeah. I can't see him starting Saturday. No. If he started no. last night, he'll play right back. Nathan Byrne. Nathan Byrne, but he, we know he doesn't like playing right back. Well, it's, <laughs> it's coming back to me now. Last night, bit by bit, um, Massey. Oh no, what's he called? Not Massey. The other guy we get in with them, midfielder who we brought in, Mary. Mary. Chris, Chris Mary. Chris yeah. Mary. Who did we get him from? Uh, some club. Looked alright. Thought he's a youth player. He has come through youth. Well, he looked decent. Well, that's where you, that's where you want him from. Player. See, that to me shows he looked like a. A new player commanded that centre of midfield. Right, if you get him out of youth club and then selling him on, you, you're making money. Yeah. So, MK Dons, anybody know anything about him? I know absolutely nothing apart from what we've just uh, mentioned. I don't know anything about the manager, Robin Nielsen, apart from he was, he was at Hearts, 
and he was ready to get sacked and he jumped ship didn't he and went down to MK Dons yeah. when Robinson left uh, he'd been there for two years trained sometimes past three there yeah, yeah. Don't, don't know anything at all so we'll find well, out it's, it's on the edge of Blackley Park isn't it yeah uh, it is yeah always a bit of an enigma that one yeah. so let's do some predictions Gareth start the season with a win 2-0 to the ticks 2-0 Two nil. Sorry, I write this down. Yeah. Um, uh, before, oh, sorry. We need to introduce this little section, don't we, get, uh, Simon? Go on, you tell yeah. us. Yeah, I was just discussing it on the table. We always make a prediction, but then do nothing with it. We never see where we're up to at the end of the season. We come up with the idea that you predict a score. If you get the result right, so win, lose, or draw, you get one point. If you get the actual score right, you get the extra two points, making the three points. So we're going to have a go around the table and make a note of these and I'm going to total them up and tie them up over the season based on the games that you predict. So if you have to miss Ooh. them, that's fine. But we're going to ask for our listeners to tweet in their score um, just after the podcast. So between Thursday and Friday. Between Thursday and Saturday morning. Saturday morning. And then we're going to pick one at random each week and then we're going to have a listeners score as well in the table. And we'll see where we are come what may. So it could be listeners, and we'll pick one at random every week. Yeah. yeah. So just before the game starts. Right. So if we pick the listener that's predicting six 0 and fourteen, it'll be a case we'll be of right scroll right and stop. Yeah, that's so. what we'll do. So on that now, there's a bit of competition involved. Yeah, right, so you're keeping record of this, Simon? Yeah, so I'm going right. to go for a Wigan 2-1. So Gareth has got 2-0. 2-0 Wigan, I'm going for a Wigan 2-1. Yeah. I'll agree with you there, Simon, put me down for 2-1. Cheers, pal. I, I know how to win this, but I'm not going to give it away. <laughs> you're going to tweet in on Saturday, isn't it? No, no. I, I, yeah, because yeah, then I get two goals. Um, I'll go one apiece. one all. And I, I'm going to go... Uh, the same as Gareth I'm going to go 2-0 to the Latics there's money on it at 14 to 1 what so yeah so listeners get your um, scores in and one will be picked at random we'll retweet it and yeah very responsibly so where are we going to tweet though uh, pro, well, I, I, in fact, I'll give you the uh, uh, at PWU podcast. So tweet to tweet at PWU podcast. Okay. And while we picked it random, lines close at eleven fifty nine on the Saturday. Or tweet to at Batic Speak because a lot of people pick it up from there. Oh, so I'll just tweet either oh, one. Oh, and we'll, yeah. that way. we'll combine the further further detail. Detail. So you want to create a hashtag for it so we can find them all easier. Hashtag predictions. No, no, well done. Hashtag ticks predictions. Tick predicts. Ticks predicts. Hashtag ticks predicts. Ticks predicts. So you might not have a clue how we're going to do, but I can come up with an hashtag. Brilliant. Right, um, we're not going to uh, do much of a uh, preview for Tuesday's game. Because we've got Blackpool in the Caribou Canadian Elk Cup, or whatever it's called. <laughs> uh, AKA the League Cup. The League Cup. With other um, I've got Abba written down here uh, referee Kiss Chris Sergeantson, uh, but in honest, all honesty, who really cares at this <laughs> stage? I'll be going. 
Uh, I think we've only got one stand open for home supporters with the West Stand. So we'll be all in the West Stand. Uh, so we're not expecting a big crowd. One big happy fan. I think it's a tenner. It's tenner to get in. Uh, but as Simon was uh, referred to earlier on in the podcast, there's a new system been brought in to settle the tie on the night. And it's to do with the penalties, Simon. Yeah. And it'll go something a little bit like this. A, B, B, A, A, B, B, A, A, B. Now, what on earth does that mean? I think we should hand over to our sports correspondent, Adam. Right, Adam. <laughs> so we're playing a game of football, Wigan Athletic versus Blackpool, and on the night we've got to get a winner. We have to have a winner. After 90 minutes, the game finishes one apiece. So usually it's decided by penalties. So how do we decide this one? So basically, if you're aware of tennis, it's basically like when it's a tie break after six sets all. So basically, it's just like a draw in a football game. So the, f- the first team to take the penalty will take one penalty. The next team will take two. And each team will be basically serving, or in this case, taking a penalty. So there's less pressure on the first Taker and there's more pressure on the second. I don't know what I can't really think of. So he goes uh, home. So, so set last six win the toss. Yeah. And they go for so it's a bit home team one, away yeah. team two penalties. Yeah. Then home team two two, which will make it three two. Then away team two, two. which will make it three four. Then home team two. Yeah. Which will make it five four. And then away team one. Equal. So you've put the pressure still still there, isn't it? With that. Yeah. What it's it. But it's trying trying yeah. to trying to it's make trying it a bit further. Right? Yeah. But it could still end up five apiece. Yeah. Yeah. And nobody. I don't think anyone's looked past that, have they? I think they probably yeah. have. I just think nobody in the media. Yeah, that's all in the AFL, so they're not expecting they good penalty. So it's A B B A. So it's, it's Abber, isn't it? I mean, and at the end of it, the winner takes all winner anyway. Takes yeah. All, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't meet a penalty shootout at the DW. No, scrap it. Yeah. Is it Barnsley? It's all about money, 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 isn't it? Yeah. It's a rich man's world. <laughs> Adam's a super trooper as well. <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah. I, I think we might be screaming SOS by the end of all this, though. Give me a man after me now. Oh, Mamma Mia. Well, we <laughs> Red Simon and his tales of Dancing Queen before, yeah. didn't we? We did, yeah. Are we going to hashtag text predicts? I have a dream. Not for this one, no. We'll just do the league games. Just That's league okay. Games. Just for league just games. Just for league games. Yeah. Uh, because it could be two youth teams again. We've not a clue. I think it's a little bit unfair. <laughs> it's so, un- it's unfair because you can't predict. Even when you know if you give them lineups, you won't be able to predict right. So you just make it up excuses. Well, we'll, so just, I, well I'm we'll going to predict off off the charts a Wigan Athletic win on. So you don't even know what day. On Tuesday. On Tuesday. Via penalties. Via penalties. The new Abba system. <laughs> new penalties. I feel like we're going to be revolutionary in, in bringing it in and, sh- and showcasing it. So just to like imagine quality system. I take, I take it's not been used yet in this country for a senior men's game. I don't think so. So just to clarify, the ticks predicts it's before eleven fifty nine on Saturday, uh-huh. and it's league games only. This applies to league games only. Ticks predicts. Hashtag ticks well, what predicts. What if it's a Tuesday night kickoff and it's a league game? It would be. Well, we'll just keep it six, six fifty nine. Five, five, five o'clock. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Oh, yeah, yeah, five o'clock. 
Can you not predict during the week? Yeah. You're saying yeah, right. powers only done for the weekend. <laughs> okay, let's not get bogged down too much in this. Can I just say, I'd, I'd prefer penalties to be like hockey penalties. Run from the athlete. Yeah, run from the They used to do it in the MLS. Yeah. Ages ago. Yeah. Wouldn't that just be brilliant? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as a hockey stick to try and trip them up as well as they're doing it. Probably going a bit too far. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, is that it? Have we finished for the evening? Anybody, any other business? Hashtag Tix Predicts. Yeah, don't forget it. Predicts, and hopefully we reconvene next week. Happy. We can head to, uh, who have we got the week after? Berry or Sunday. Berry. Oh. Oh, it's, so, it's weird. That oh, we can't predict that. That psychic power is not real. Yeah, <laughs> before we do move on, oh, before we do move on, um, there's been a bit of conversation about the fact that Wigan Warriors uh, got through to the final of the Challenge Cup, and and it's the same day that we play Portsmouth, and uh, people have been asking, are they going to move it? Are they going to keep it? Why should we move it? I I can't. Why, see, why don't they move it? I can't see yeah. why, as a football club, we move it. But I understand some people's views. You know, like the people who work for the club and may support both, and fans of both. I mean, I only got the end of the day. Got to pick and choose. Um, stuff what like about that. the Portsmouth supporters? They're going to bring five thousand, four four thousand people. Up it's their is it bank holiday? It is, isn't it? Yeah, it's their cup final, isn't it? Yeah. Is it three o'clock kick off the rugby? Two thirty, I think. Well, why do we not just play a little bit later? Yeah, play at 5pm. Why don't we just ignore them? Well, yeah, well, yeah. why don't we just play? Yeah. Just play I mean, there was no talk, wasn't there? We've done it before. We played, played Wolves. Yeah. Played. Was it when they, played, they got to the grand final and we played Wolves? And there was, um, we played at 12.15 and the grand final was at 5.15. Yeah, well, that's the grand final, isn't it? This is on it, Challenge Cup. Uh, yeah, how many times have they won it? They've won it that many times, it doesn't matter. 28 times, aren't they? I mean, fair play to them for getting to the final. Well, yeah. Well, I'm not really that fussed. I'd, 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 I'd wager 75% of Latin fans are, are not that bothered about it. Did them. rugby play the day we won the FA Cup final? No. No. Massive one. What date is it? Uh, it's the 26th. 26th of August. It's not on the bank holiday Monday, is it? No trains, though. No. Bit of travel advice, Warriors fans tonight. Yeah, it's also a big day in terms of boxing because it's McGregor versus Mayweather that day. Right, quick show of hands, move it or leave it? Move it. No. Leave it. Stop it. So we're all in favour of leaving it well alone. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's leave it then. Got plans uh, or something. David Sharp, if you're listening to this, if you want to go to the Cup final, Challenge Cup final, just go. We, we don't care. We want to watch our Wigan Athletic player, V Portsmouth, 3 o'clock kickoff. Saturday afternoon. Thank you very much. Yes. Okay. On that note, we'll call it a night. So it's a good night from me. Good night. My lover's got no money, he's got his strong beliefs. My lover's got no power, he's got his strong beliefs. My lover's got no fame, he's got his strong beliefs. My lover's got no money, he's got his strong beliefs. One more and more, people just want more and more freedom and love. What he's looking for, one more and more, people just want more and more freedom and love. 
Oh, 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 oh,